Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of mercenaries with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. And we're the only ones today. Uh, some some unfortunate yeah, people just be getting sick, so we weren't able to get together. But uh, this, is, this is a board game podcast. There's usually four of us. There's two of us today. Uh, we play games in our collections and then talk about them. And today we are talking about the newest... Um, biggest game in existence probably unless you're i don't know making it out of wood or something uh frost haven we i i just had it show up on my doorstep a few days ago and then i press ganged justin into playing the first scenario with me after a not inconsiderate amount of time setting it up punching it out um organizing all of the stuff i think the game box when it's delivered to you like weighs in at like more than 25 pounds it's that's nice yeah is a is a big boy um because it is such a big boy i am unable to do a back of the box read because uh flipping it over might uh put holes in the earth's crust or something um so i've I've just whipped open Board Game Geek because, um, well, I mean, I could just hoist the thing over my head, but I run the risk of getting crushed. Uh, here we go. Frosthaven is the story of a small outpost far to the north of the capital of White Oak, an outpost barely surviving the harsh weather as well as invasions from forces both known and unknown. There, a group of mercenaries at the end of their rope will help bring the settlement back from the edge of destruction. Not only will they have to deal with the harsh elements, but there are other, far more dangerous threats out in the unforgiving cold as well. There are Algox, the bigger, more Yeti-like cousins of the Inox, attacking from the mountains, lurkers flooding in from the northern sea, and rumors of machines that wander the frozen wastes of their own free will. The party of mercenaries must face all of these perils, and perhaps in doing so, make peace with these new races so they can work together against even more sinister forces. Frosthaven is a standalone adventure from the designer and publisher of Gloomhaven that features 16 new characters, 3 new races, more than 20 new enemies, more than 100 new items in a new 100 scenario campaign. Characters and items from Gloomhaven will be usable in Frosthaven and vice versa. In addition to having the well-known combat mechanisms of Gloomhaven, Frosthaven will feature much more to do outside of combat, such as numerous mysteries to solve, a seasonal event system to live through, and player control over how much this ramshackle village expands with each new building offering new ways to progress. Frosthaven has a whole new set of items, but there's a mechanic for bringing the items over from Gloomhaven. No, I'm, I'm gonna ignore that one. That's fucking boring. So yeah, Frosthaven. It's, it's Gloomhaven, but in the north and everything's really cold super cold if you haven't played gloomhaven then i mean i'm not i'm not sure what to you know where to where to start with this guy but basically it's a co-op game where you and your friends create a band of mercenaries so there's like sheets that you write on as if there's like an rpg kind of thing uh, where you keep track of all your progress you get dudes to play with so everybody gets their own unique character that they can remove out of these little tuck boxes they've got all sorts of different abilities to them uh, which come in the form of cards so everybody gets their own set of cards to be able to play during the uh, scenarios um, which will allow 
you to move and attack and buff and heal in various ways that you need to do in order to complete the scenario. Um, the scenarios is really, I mean, I would say the meat of the game, but you know, there's also a whole lot of other shit. Uh, but uh, when you sit down to play a game of Frosthaven, you open up the scenario book um, to the scenario that you're going to be playing uh, as you venture through the campaign, or, you know, I think you can do a random one if you really want to. Um, you go through the book, you set it up as if it was in the book, which is just like, you know, you put these tiles that have hexes on them and you put them together to make rooms, uh, there are doorways, and then you plonk down all of the nasty beasties that you're going to be fighting throughout the uh, throughout the scenario. Each scenario is potentially different in that, you know, they can have different win conditions. Um, I think most of the ones... I, I am I am fairly novice at Gloomhaven, even though I've owned it for six years. I've only played through like the first 10 missions or so. And I mean, most of them are go kill everything. Um, there are some where it's like, go and have everybody stand on a spot or something like that. But in general, you're going to be killing dudes. Um, you you set your guys up and then try to make your way through the scenario um, without getting exhausted or getting killed. Um, the uh, the main mechanic of the game is that on your, uh, on your player's turn, uh, what you do is you and everybody else that is in your party will go and you'll pick two cards out of your hand of abilities. Um, you put them one on top of the other and then you put them face down and then everybody does that and then everybody flips their cards at the same time along with all of the enemies um the card that's on top will dictate how early you go in the round so lower numbers go first um you set up the initiative order uh for all the characters involved so all the characters and all the monsters you set that up like lowest to highest and then you just get in there and start banging away um each card comes with a top half and a bottom half uh you have to do one of the uh, one of the cards have you have to use the top half of and one of the cards you have to use the bottom half of generally the bottom half has to do with movement and generally the top half has to do with damage uh so the game is basically you and your friends using your cards in such a way to maneuver your way through these tiles and uh getting up in people's grills and stabbing them in the face with your unique characters um once the scenario is over hopefully with you being victorious you'll go back to gloomhaven and you'll uh, oh sorry frosthaven my bad um you'll go back to your outpost and you'll be able to level up buy more items uh go through various event cards that are available um and in this one you can build buildings and go through like a completely weird ass like alchemy thing once you've built a alchemist or something there's a lot of like new stuff in Frosthaven that wasn't in Gloomhaven and we only sort of scratched the surface with the initial game um which you know basically ended up with me surviving by the skin of my teeth and Justin coming out carrying like a like a truckload of equipment and various random junk that he found so much lumber. along the yeah just if you know Justin this pretty pretty typical experience um yeah, so so that's that's kind of the gist. Like that's as much as I know. Um, that's what I'm passing on to you. You will be able to continue to play scenarios in a linear-ish fashion because there are points that branch uh, based on this like cool advent calendar sort of system. So when you do scenario one, you like rip open a thing and you put a sticker down, and then that will tell you what the next two scenarios you can go to. So when I drag Justin over the next time, we will either play scenario two or scenario three, depending on whether we want to go and, you know, find people or just go storm the gates kind of thing. So 
you'll progress through the uh, through the games, uh, through the scenarios, uh, through the campaign in this manner. Um, you know, do a scenario, go to Gloomhaven, do some events, um, make some decisions about whether you want to, you know, rob somebody on the side of the road, lose some reputation, gain some morale, blah, 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 right? It's all leveling up. It's all getting more cards. It's all opening up new tuck boxes of new unlockable characters um because like as you go through the game you're trying to achieve your characters i guess saying that you're trying to achieve this there each character comes with a reason your each player gets a reason why your character is in Frosthaven doing this stuff um and once you achieve that goal you then get a new envelope or a new something and you retire that character because presumably they've lived out their reason for coming to a frozen wasteland um so you know everybody's gonna have their own reasons for playing it some people just want to see what's in the boxes some people really like the combat some people just want to see where the story goes um because there is story abounds uh, as you uh, because each scenario has like a big verbiage on why you're there and you know in in sort of D style they try to set the set the tone for everything so um i think there's a little bit of something for everybody here um provided that you're you know cool with a one two three hour experience of slogging through a dungeon sometimes um and yeah i mean that's kind of my general impression and how much I can really impart on anyone without going into like too much detail of each of the classes. Um, you know, I've only really seen two of them, so kind of not much point in that. Um, and yeah, that's, that's sort of the general overview, which like still takes five minutes to explain, which should, uh, you know, (laughs) give you, give you a bit of an understanding of what a behemoth this game can be. Uh, Justin, did I miss anything that you want to point out? Not that I can tell, um, but uh, you have had a longer time to uh, peruse the rule book and uh, take everything apart. So that sounds about accurate. Good lord, yeah. I mean, when I first unpacked this thing, it comes it comes with a sheet on like this is how you need to unpack everything <laughs> because there's they've done a much better job of uh, compartmentalizing and organizing the stuff in the like base game. So that it's not a complete nightmare to find everything. Yeah. In Gloomhaven, it was kind of like, I don't know, punch some stuff out, maybe throw it in a bag. I don't give a fuck what, like, (laughs) (laughs) that was kind of the feeling I got from the game designer. Uh, Whereas in Frosthaven, it's like, you know, it tells you, pull out these cards, shuffle them, put them back in here. Here's some separators so that it's not a complete nightmare. They give you enough bags to, like, put bags around every single, like, different character or monster standee so you can organize them a little bit better um my one my one bitching complaint about that is that like uh you have like inox guards sorry algox guards and city guards and there are different standees and everything but they share the same like they share the same yeah they share the same monster deck so they only printed off one monster deck for any like grouping like that and they're like just keep track of where you left the cards and i'm like come on (laughs) yeah like like i know why you did Mm -hmm. this and i it makes sense yeah but like don't just tell me don't just tell me to remember where they were you gave me like 75 bags to work with you motherfucker (laughs) like come on yeah just put them in one of those bags 
I mean, in in a way, I don't mind that. Because some games go way too far the other way, where like every single mini has its own little vacuum-formed little spot that you have to put it back exactly and remember where exactly where it all goes. And half the time I end up throwing all those little vacuum-form inserts out because they take up too much room. So, and then, I mean, then there was like the original Gloomhaven where it was just kind of like nothing. Just, you, you better build your own you know organizational things this is a nice little happy medium it could be maybe a little better but you know baby steps yeah no i like i definitely appreciate the upgrades and i think my main again it wasn't it wasn't so much that you know i just i grabbed another ziploc and threw all the guards in one bag right like yeah i'm not i'm not that much of an idiot but like their suggestion to just like (laughs) Just, just remember where it was. It's like, I man, come on. There's like, it's like it eighty bags in here. That. Come on, um, like setting setting this thing up is is kind of half the battle. Um, you know, we we played through one game, and I mean, our my experience was pretty positive. Like, I I really like the the new character that uh, the new characters. They've got some yeah. interesting little things going on. I played as a I can't remember. It was like the it's a banner. Yeah, Lord or fuck. spear banner or something. Yeah, spear spear person. There is a spear person. They had banners and they had this one <laughs> this one card that I just loved called Tip of the Spear. And it's just like, all right, Justin, I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna give this guy the tip of the spear. I'm gonna tip of the spear this guy. He's gonna he's gonna hate that so much. Um, and it is cool. It's cool because like you get to you get to summon some stuff, and the summoning doesn't seem like it's a huge mess anymore. Oh um, man. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were putting down shadow tokens and all sorts of stuff. And I mean like oh, yeah. shadows. You know, I think that's where the game really shines is like, you know, you're trying to figure out what to do with these characters and how they best work and just sort of exploring the space. Uh, that that's sort of my favorite part and why like, you know, I there is a there is a part of me that wonders sometimes is like is it because the game is fun or because opening up stuff is really fun and there's an anticipation to getting through all this stuff so that you can like complete your secret and go open a new thing uh but the you know the combat is really solid and i I had a good time like challenging or uh puzzling out some of the some of the scenarios that we were in just in terms of like i had a lot of movement and some really interesting abilities that uh that i hadn't seen before so all in all like i had a lot of fun with our first game um you know set up and administration aside um <laughs> which i'll i'll probably get to when i start complaining a little bit about this game uh but what about you what do you think of our first playthrough yeah i like it you were saying um it does a pretty good job at sort of slowly trickling out all the new stuff um so it there is sort of there because there's always that balance of a uh, kind of getting excited about exploring a new thing whether it's a new card or something and then playing with that thing um and that's usually the sign of a good game that you enjoy playing with the thing that once you've opened it and you're not just looking to open the next thing which uh, I think this one does well. And from first impressions, I really like how the two characters that we played at least um, felt a lot more unique than original Gloomhaven. In original Gloomhaven, like there were a few characters that were pretty unique, like like the bard and um, some of the, like, the shadow person. and uh, But otherwise, a lot of them were just, you know, you did damage at different ranges and you could maybe move fast. 
otherwise like there was no real difference maybe you needed magic to do damage um, but a lot of it was fairly simple and very transferable um, there wasn't anything too too unique about most characters uh, whereas in this one already they do seem like vastly different in how you need to play them and i like how they kind of added a few things like sort of the the mastery goals for that class to get a few check marks and while also still maintaining the sort of overall your character's reason for being there so i thought that was a nice touch otherwise i from first impressions i i really like how they finally made summons no longer a loss card um because in the original game oh, yeah. uh the the thing that just always baffled me completely was that there was no scaling for summons like everything else that you did you could scale by either buying an item drinking a potion to get like an special belt even was a level one attack you could like put little upgrade stickers on it and it could still kind of level up with you because you know you're modifying everything else where summons were usually just like cars that you would lose to summon like a creature that had like two movement two damage and two health that would get left behind in two turns Uh, they always seemed absolutely bafflingly useless once you sort of leveled up and were like around like level six to nine like if you were playing a summoner at that point just just pick a new class and (laughs) so this finally it's just like i don't know why there was no way to balance them and in this apparently he's still just refusing to allow scaling for summons but at least they're no longer throwaway cards if they die you just summon another one yeah it's like any other attack it's good it's a good way to do it (laughs) yeah and i I, I think this is my first uh, experience with actually using summons because, like, the character that I picked just has them because, like, having allies nearby in certain formations is integral to how they do the most damage possible. So they have one card where there's just, like, I don't know, a, a white dude shows up and just, like, stands there. He doesn't do any damage. Yeah, he Red has, Shirt shows up. He has one health, and I just imagine that you just have, like, this endless cadre of... of like generic white guys standing off at the side, (laughs) freezing their ass off. Everyone's like, Dan, Dan, come here, come here. No, it's fine. No, you're not going to die. No, it's fine. Right? Like, (laughs) and this dude just shows up and gets fucking wailed on. Or or you use him as part of your tip of the spear maneuver. Uh, But it's, uh, I I don't know. For whatever reason, like, those two things just really, really tickled me. Uh, Just constantly bringing (laughs) on fodder to help you help you do mad damage on this on these poor fellows um but yeah it like all in all like my my first experience with the summons was pretty fun because i remember in the in gloomhaven like looking at the rules for the rat dude that you get and it's like oh, yeah. it moves one and it does six damage but it it goes in whatever fucking direction it wants to based on monster stuff and i'm like that doesn't yeah. sound that sounds real cumbersome <laughs> like i'm never gonna play this guy i, I can play i can I, barely I play that, one character that's one of the first things that we were just like no i think we looked at the rules in our game we looked at the rules and we're like no that's kind of dumb <laughs> and uh, we just played it where you could control your summons and that's the beautiful thing about board games, especially co-op games. Uh, if you don't like the rule, uh, no one's there to enforce it. That's true. It's true. Just do whatever you want. You don't have to mod anything. You don't have to go and no. you don't have to get the <laughs> Steam Workshop 
You just go there and you say, like, we're doing this differently because this thing, I don't like it. Does anybody yeah. like it? No? Good. It's a beautiful thing. It is. And then you also get to put your 3D printer to work coming up with your own storage solution because this thing is a goddamn... I still can't... I can't fit it all back in the box now that it's all uh, out. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, we used a lot of foam core. Yeah, yeah. To make I mean, little boxes. I'm probably just going to make little boxes and just leave the cards out, honestly, because, like, I'm never taking this anywhere. No. Yeah, no. Gloomhaven is not something that moves ever, at least in my experience. It's getting sold with this house. <laughs> and you're just buried in the backyard when you're done with it. Yeah, right. Because, you know, uh, with those advent calendar things, you're never going to be able to reseal it. Oh, what's, what's that about? <laughs> well, there were a few... Uh, unhappy gentlemen i can only assume they're gentlemen in the i wasn't sure if it was in the uh board game geek form or maybe in like the uh, feedback uh during the kickstarter that were very unhappy that uh the kind of story and the unlock system kind of went in i i, I would say like the pandemic legacy style of a advent calendar boxes that you have to open up as you progress right um they were very upset that there's, you know, 200 to 600 hour game uh, could not be reset upon completion because of the advent calendars. But, uh, I mean, I'm still, I mean, we're still playing Gloomhaven. We haven't passed <laughs> it yet. It came out three, no, five, five years ago? What is it, 2017? Jesus. Jesus. Six years ago. Yeah. Six was years that the ago. Se- was that the We've second s- printing or the first? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm just looking at a, uh, it just copyright 2017, so. Yeah, I think I have, uh, I, have the, I have the second printing and it feels like it's been here forever. So, you know, the, the game's got legs. I, I've never played another game more than this. I mean, no, I, not that I, there's, there's nothing to add to that. I, I can't even think of anything else. I'm like trying to think of like anything, but no. Because there's, there's a lot here. So, I mean, at that point, you know what? Just buy another copy. But, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. It just seems... I was just absolutely baffled by that. I'm like, why? where would you ever find yourself in the position to reset this thing? Yeah, and I mean, like, it comes with... Or you can, you can be in the tiers for buying, like, the sticker reset packs. Right. So, I mean, did those come with advent calendar thingies? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe it did. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm I mean, I pff, look, I knew up front that I was not the market. I am not the target <laughs> audience for re reusable sticker pack, okay? Yeah. Like I said, yeah, I never care. finished Gloomhaven. I think I like I don't even I, finish. I, I don't, I don't think I. we've done a dozen scenarios, right? Like um so I knew that I wasn't going to be that guy. Um but so I can like I can understand the frustration. I mean, but maybe the like the sticker pack comes with that reuse yeah. pack or whatever I, I, I kind of look at it like as a legacy game anyways because that's yeah i pretty yeah, much man, what I, it is i cannot it's a imagine. legacy game without the name so I, you know yeah. i i never look to reset up legacy game either i know that some of our friends play like the gloomhaven scenario again online yeah on the computer and i could see myself doing that i don't think that i could replay tabletop gloomhaven or frosthaven <sighs> 
Like no. with all the setup and stuff, like, you know, I feel anyway, I'll never get to that. Uh, this is, this is not a problem. <laughs> this is not a problem I will have to face ever. Um, because like you're probably my most consistent board game partner and hey, buddy. the chances that you and I will slog through this whole thing is pretty low. Um, but yeah. maybe, maybe we'll get there. Um, so, so yeah, I like, what, whatever we're still young wanting. we can uh, we that's, can get through it. that's that's true um you know whatever people want to get angry about but i'm i'm sure like i'm sure they did something and i mean like yeah it's kind of weird but people getting mad at, at kickstarter stuff too is just kind of like a, a whole thing so <laughs> i don't know man people like getting angry man at least with this like you know i feel like this campaign he was you know up front or isaac was up front with like a lot of the things they were doing and you know shipping and stuff and i think mm-hmm. the only thing that i was a little perplexed by at the end of the day is that the um the app was 10 bucks on the play store and didn't have particularly good reviews because like if you don't know gloomhaven had an unofficial official <laughs> like it was kind of the only one companion app that did a very good job of dealing with the administrative like moving around and who has buffs and blah 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 the, the stuff that like is kind of not fun about playing the gloomhaven Frosthaven system this this person had put out an app that took care of all of it and from what i understand this person was not not allowed to continue making the Frosthaven app because they got somebody official official to do it. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly what the full story is, but there was a bit of a kerfuffle between the two. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get into like, you know, sort of he said, she said sort of situation. But like, you know, I went on there and I was like, oh, let's see, you know, if I can make this a little bit more streamlined for playthroughs two through whatever. And it was like $10. Like I already paid 160 bucks for this plus shipping and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I mean, yeah. the other, the Gloomhaven app was free. So it was kind of a bit of a uh, bit of a bit of a kick to to see that it was uh, needing to be paid for, um, and didn't have particularly good reviews. It looked like the first couple I saw were saying that there was missing functionality or things that were just not working, which I feel like is a real shame, considering that I think the original Gloomhaven app was doing a pretty good job. Um, I'll probably still pick it up at some point um, because, like, my righteous indignation cannot survive the amount of frustration having to deal with all the like cards and shit. Um, so at some point I'll probably pick it up and I can give it a bit of a fair, um, fair, yeah, fair shake. I mean, considering that it's like 10 bucks split up amongst however many people you're actually playing with, it's not, it's not the end of the world, right? There are many things that cost more than $10. It's just kind of irritating to know that like there was a world in which you could have had a free Gloomhaven Frosthaven helper app and, built by somebody who was really passionate about the whole thing, right? And just this was just built by probably very passionate people, but, you know, not in the same manner, it seems. So no. um, that's kind of unfortunate. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll probably pick it up at some point. We might do another one of these where we talk a little bit about our experience later on. Um, I've pretty much covered everything. Uh, box is big, hard to put together. <laughs> like, I had to spend about an hour and a half t- punching everything out and getting everything organized. Oh, I believe that. Um, so Setup is still a dog, right? Um, game's yep. fun. Like the scenario building, the world building, leveling up your guys. Kind of excited to, uh, you know, see what secrets are out there. Um, and yeah, all, all in all, all in all, pretty positive. Uh, anything else you wanted to add? No, yeah. In general, it feels like, you know, Gloomhaven 1.5. It's kind of feels like a far more polished version 
uh, things make a little more sense most of the time. Uh, because it's a complicated monstrosity, you're always going to come into weird edge cases. And there are still a few carryover weird rules about tiles being empty or unoccupied and what's the difference between the two and doesn't really matter uh, yeah, i guess it does if you're isaac but uh yeah so there's still a few carryovers like that but i mean it's a co-op board game just you know agree how things work and keep moving on don't get stuck in the weeds um but yeah, it feels like a far more polished version of a game I've spent many, many hours playing. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, I mean, scales are kind of useless at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll be keeping it because I want to play through it. Either you have it now or you don't, um, and it might come to stores eventually. But like, you'll know by listening to everybody else whether you want to try it. Um, but it's it's fun, um, and it's it's huge. So, I mean, if, there's, if you're in the market for a co-op game that makes it so that you don't have to buy any other board game on Earth, you know, Frost Haven's probably <laughs> yeah. it. Um, what do you, what about you? Yeah. Do you, what do you think? Like if you don't have Gloomhaven, would you say, and, and you were going to, you, you don't definitely don't need both. I think just from first impressions and looking at everything that's in Frosthaven, like you don't need both. Um, I would, what only, do you think? Here's my, here's my recommendation. If you've never played either, like I'm assuming that's, that's what you mean. Like, you yeah, have, yeah. you've never touched these. So I would almost suggest you pop onto Steam and like try the digital version, maybe. Oh yeah, and see if that's to your liking. Or the tabletop sim version. Well, yeah. The reason I say the like the Steam version is because it'll get you into like the core mechanics of the game without that's true, yeah. any fucking around. So yeah, like you will be able to experience a lot of what it's like, um, which is you know where you're going to be spending most of your time is you arguing with your friends about what do you mean by <laughs> what do you mean by I'm going slowly um, when you're trying <laughs> yeah. when you're shadowingly trying to talk about initiative order or whatever because you're not supposed yeah. to share well, information unless you really want quick to today yeah but i'm, go- I'm going well, not bit- fast oh, but i'm going to be quick, quick today quite quick nippy even um yeah uh you know there's a lot of you're going to be spending a lot of time there and if you don't like the system of the combat then it's really you're not going to like the game um no because you're going to be spending most of your time there so i would almost say like go check that out first and then if you like it um you know Frosthaven so far because i've only played one map seems to be a like you say a more refined version and you could probably pick it up if you like it um i but yeah i'd say like out of the three options, probably picking up the computer game is the fastest way to get your yeah. feet wet. So it's a little, yeah. it's a little janky, but like <laughs> that could also be my laptop. I don't know. It seems like it runs uh, really bad on my machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really tried the digital version I, uh, because mostly because we haven't even finished, <laughs> you know, yeah. the main version. I think like we picked it up just before kind of like covid but we had already started the gloomhaven so we were thinking about maybe switching over but there was no way to tell the game where you are like there wasn't enough usability to it so we ended up using like tabletop sim and just porting everything over into that and going from there Mm -hmm. yeah but uh yeah so i never actually we i have it never actually touched it i i've had it since early access and like i just can't bring myself to play a co-op multiplayer game by myself so uh absolutely fair tom 
I like I like playing games like this with people, and it's best when it's in person. Um, so I haven't sunk a lot of time into it. But like, we have friends who love it because they get to play more Gloomhaven on like a weeknight with some friends that they don't see all that often. So you know, it works for them. Um, it's a pretty good app. It like recreates the experience pretty well. And like, if you're unsure about whether to spend a hundred and eighty dollars or whatever the fuck it'll be on retail, right? Um, you know, the the app will or the the Steam version. Or or whatever should be able to get you by learning the mechanics and understanding what the game can provide without having to go all the way in uh anything anything else gloom 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 frost 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 glaven related uh well i guess i should just give my final remarks oh yeah frost haven i kind of got derailed there i think i derailed myself yeah, i wasn't sure uh, if you got derailed yeah no just, i derailed myself just choo choo um yeah no i from first impressions um i think it's it's definitely at its core still very much gloomhaven but it feels a lot more polished it's got more going on it's you know it's gloomhaven with a little bit more from what i can tell all the characters seem at least in the base ones uh there's a plenty more to unlock seem a lot more nuanced in how they play and they have more sort of unique mechanics that are kind of built into them rather than just being optional and i i like that i like characters that feel completely different very asymmetric to one another uh, because otherwise it always I, I tend to just gravitate towards one class or another um, that just is better uh, because why bother you know giving myself a handicap for no reason in a board game um, so yeah I, it feels more polished uh, the rules seem more uh, well written and in general yeah it's just it's being built on years of experience and feedback uh, so it feels like it should, I guess. Uh, uh, so far, good game. Best game ever? I mean, Gloomhaven enthusiast and board game geek thing to think so. Uh, I'm not so sure, but it, it's a pretty fun co-op. Um, oh, yeah, and ridiculous names aside. Uh, no, <laughs> good Lord. Um, all right. Did you want to play a quick game of uh, Guess That guess that Game by the, by the one, one Star oh, Review? You bet I do, Tom. All right. This game is ridiculous. There's absolutely no way to plan for anything. To prove it, I played the game by putting my cards in a pile face down and played the top card every turn. And I won! Will not play again. It almost feels like the mind or something. You gotta... When you're, when you're ready for the final answer, we'll do this uh, because there's you're the only one here. Um, I know. We'll do this... Uh, what, it, was it? what was that game? What was that fucking... Which, which fucking game? You had to say, like, final answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, what is that? Is it Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mm-hmm. Is that the... Yeah. I, I think, think so, yeah. Yeah. Now, it, it feels like the mind, just from... You're just placing the cards and feels ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with the mind. This review written by Debbie is what you're thinking? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, that's what I've been doing this whole time. Just <laughs> reading Debbie's written reviews. written by Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> reading, reading Debbie's review. Um, all right, what's your final no, no, answer? It's the mind. You're, it's it's the, mind. the mind? You're wrong. I would have failed at the mind, too. You're 0 for 2. It's 6 nymphed. Oh, I'm just I'm just trying to remember which one that was. We played that one on Board Game Arena, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, take six. Uh, what they had a billion different names. Yeah, um, kind of like Uno or whatever. K- 
Category 5. Um, yeah, it's the one where you, like, you put the cards down, and if you're the last person to put the card down, you have to take the whole row. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. They go, they, they go in order. How do you yeah. play it upside down, then? Yeah. That's, come on, man. You gotta pick a card from, from what you have, right? But this person seems... Man, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my. Again, real salty. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that about wraps it up for us. Um, if you have any constructive feedback that you want to send us, you can fire us an email at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. I am still using my Twitter, at Team Rage Tom, and I think you can maybe still send Debbie stuff at CGS Podcast, but I don't know. I've, I lost the login for that one a long time ago. <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to plug, Justin? I am also still on Twitter, although... I forgot what my password is, so I got to right. figure that out. But you can always send me something at Don't Trust Justin. I would love to hear from you. No, Maybe you can uh, send me some helpful passwords that I might remember. I'd appreciate it. You're suggesting that people send you their passwords to Twitter? No, no, no. Passwords that I can use. I mean, if it's a good oh, one okay. that they're using, sure, I'll use it too. Uh, that's, this seems like bad security <laughs> advice. Um, all right. Don't well, tell my thank IT you again so much personnel. for listening. You're right. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day and we will be back at you next week with something fun. That was take two and it didn't go very well. Um, Beautiful. bye. Bye. bye.